0: Welcome back to the Suraj Podcast. The previous episode concluded Puras number 7. Now, as we mentioned before and in the introduction video of Suraj Prakash which is on the Mangalachan YouTube page I spoke about how Suraj Prakash is organized. Guru Nanak's stories are divided in two sections which we can think of as sunrise and sunset. Guru Angat. To Guru Tegh Bahadur are organized in the 12 months or the 12 zodiac signs. Guru Gobind Singh's follows that, which is organized in six seasons and two solstices. So we had finished Ras number seven. Now, Guru Hargobind's Gatha, Guru Hargobind's stories can be found in from the end of Ras number four to the full Ras number five, six, seven, and eight. So, we are now entering the last section dedicated to Guru Hargobind. Once we finish this, we will cycle back and begin with where Guru Hargobind's stories first start at the end of Ras number four. So, in the previous episode, we talked about how Guru Hargobind arrived at Kartarpur. Now, this is a Kartarpur in Dwabba, and now he's reunited with his family. So at this point, you know he's met all his family, his wives, and he's adjusting back to uh, spending time with them. So chapter one begins with Guru Harguman eating food uh, while in company of his two wives. So Guru Harguman was known for having three wives. His eldest wife, Mata Dumodri, had passed some time back. So right now he's with Mata Murvahi and Mata Nanaki. And the story starts with... Uh, Guru Hargobind eating dinner. So he's sitting there with his wives. Um, Mata uh, Marwahi and Nanaki are, are still curious about what happened about uh, at uh, Gurusar with the battle. So they begin to start asking about um, the war, how the army descended upon Guru Hargobind and the reason why. Guru Hargobind then begins telling them about what started the war. So he tells the entire tale about Bidhi Chand and how he was so cunning that he was able to take these two horses uh, from right out of the fort of Lahore. How he jumped from the fort wall into the river, how he rode out, and how extremely pissed off uh, Shah Jahan was, uh, and thus sending his army. So, Nanaki says that, well, wow, I've never heard of a great thief in my life. Like, he's got to be the best thief in the world. You know, he truly did the impossible, uh, something that no one has ever done. And you know Shah Jahan kept these horses very carefully. You know he had thousands of guards in his fort, yet he deceived all of them. You know, and not only he stole one horse, but he went back. He wasn't afraid, and he stole the second horse too. So Guru Har says, "Well, that's because Bidhi Chand is insanely quick and sharp. You know, there's nobody like him in the entire world. Anybody who hears this tale about Bidhi Chand is amazed. They're shocked." You know, and Guru Hargrand is telling Nanaki that you know he did pr- plenty of good in his younger life too, and then when he came to the company of Guru uh, Arjun Devji, you know he became a great Sikh and very powerful warrior as well. So Mata Nanaki says, you know, how about we call Bidhi Chand over? You know, I, I want to ask him about all of this. So Guru Hargrand sends a servant to bring Bidhi Chand. Bidhi, Bidhi Chand then walks in the door. He he bows down. He salutes the Guru Hargrand. He bows down. He salutes both Mata Marvahi and Nanaki. Guru Hargobind says, you know, please tell us about your youth, you know, what you used to do, how you used to execute these very sophisticated robberies, you know, openly tell us about all this. You know, my wives, my wives really want to hear about this. So, Bidhi then, you know, begins to tell his origin story. You know, he says, you know, I used to be a great thief when I was younger. One time I stole these beautiful buffaloes, you know, I made the escape, I headed for home, but these people were uh, who were in the village they found out and you know many of them chased me. they were on my tail. I was running very very fast but um, you know I created some distance but they ended up catching uh, up to me near a village called Chole. So uh, they were close to me so what I did was I took the buffaloes and there was this pond there this very dirty pond and I put the buffaloes in the deep end of that very dirty pond. So in that village, there was a Sikh of the Guru, you know, I bowed down at his his feet and I said, you know, there are a lot of men after me, please protect me, you know, whatever teachings you tell me to live by, you know, I'll I'll accept that, you know, I'll become a Sikh, whatever you want, you know, you're a great saint, Uh, your mind is always at peace, please help me in this time I need, I really need it. So, he accepted this request, this uh, Sikh saint, and uh, he told me, all right, you know, I'll protect you. Just stay here in this house. But meditate upon Guru Arjun. You know, for, you know he'll protect you if you meditate upon him. So after this, you know, I'm sitting there. And, you know, uh, I'm meditating uh, upon Guru Arjun. You know, I'm saying to Guru Arjun, please protect me. You know, you're the protector uh, of all people. And I'm doing that as those villagers had come into the village. Now they're just roaming in the different streets of the village. And they're looking around. So that sick walks out of the house and uh, he goes to talk to these villagers and he says you know uh, you know what are you up to looks like you're looking for something the villager said somebody has stolen our buffaloes and we tracked him down to this village you know we can't see from here though uh, from the footsteps from any other indication that he's gone anywhere else you know have you seen somebody have you seen any buffaloes you know and the sick is looking over at that pond and says you know well there's those buffalos over there in that pond. And the villagers are looking at them and they're like, ah, uh, you know, our buffalo are black. You know, those buffalo look pretty brown. Uh, they don't look like our buffalo. So, you know, the villagers, having seen that, they kind of looked around a little bit more. Um, they couldn't find anything, so they left. And when they left, um, you know, that sick came up to me. Look at each other saying this. And the Sikhs said, "Look what miracle that Guru, Har- uh, guru Arjandevi has done! You know, uh, you meditated upon him, and those people thought that those buffalo were brown instead of black. And you know, this is what the Guru does. You know, if you meditate upon him, he will be a protector in this life, in the next life. You know, um, the Guru destroys any type of obstacles that are, that are in the path of a devotee." and he keeps uh, the, the the honor of his devotees. You know, this is the glory that Sikhs get to enjoy. So, uh, the Sikh then told me, all right, now that you've done this, come with me and come to Guru Arjuna and leave this lifestyle you have behind. So I uh, was listening to this, I said, okay. You know, I agreed to this. I pulled the buffalos out of that pond. I gave them actually to that Sikh who was leading the Gurdwara there, the Salah. and the Sangat then could then, the congregation then could use uh, the milk from the buffalos. So after giving these buffalos to that sick, I said, could you please take me to uh, Amritsar, to meet Guru Arjandevji? You know, I think it would be best if we went together. So this is what we did and we both set off to Amritsar. So this is Bidhi-chan telling the wives of Guru Hargobind uh, how he first got to meet Guru Arjandevji. And that's actually where Chapter 1 uh, of Ras Number 8 finishes. In the uh, next chapter, we'll talk about how uh, Bidhi-chan then meets Guru Ji, <coughs> how he takes initiation, Charanthal, and how he becomes a Sikh. But as always, we would like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast uh, through the Jan Patreon page. It would not be possible without your support. ਉਗਾ ਝੜ ਕੇ ਖਾਸਣਾੜੇਗਾ ਤਰਲਾ ਲਲਾ ਮਰੇਗਾ ਕਰਨ ਪਰੇਗਾ ਤੇ ਤਰੀਗਾ ਗੱਟਕੇ ਚ ਕਰਿਆ ਜਾਵੇ ਗੁਰੂ ਅਰਜਪਿੰਦ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਦੇ ਮਨ ਪਾਵੇ ਨਿਹਾਲ ਹੋ